You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, uh, we'll, we'll get to our winter sports night of success last night here, but we're we're counting down the hours to Major League Baseball opening day, and uh, all of us, uh, our dear friend Lavelle Neal, columnist and noted baseball aficionado for the Star Tribune. So the, I'm just reading the tweet here. I haven't dug deep on the column, but uh, the, the, Gary Sanchez and Miguel Sano are gone. So are Dylan Bundy and Chris Archer. For Lavelle, his optimism in the twin season has a lot to do with who's not on the roster. Here's my okay. problem. Can we praise the Twins? Oh, man, they cleared out these dead weights off the roster. They also added those dead weights like a year ago in hopes of winning 90 or 95. I don't know if we can praise the front office now that the dead weight that they leaned on and brought in is gone. And, by the way, let's point out that one of their big moves was to replace Miguel Sano's strikeouts, okay? they uh, That was one of them. Don't worry, Lavelle. They have successfully replaced Miguel Sano's strikeouts with Joey Gallo's 150 if he plays a lot. If he, if he gets 400, 350 at-bats, he'll strike out 150 times. So don't worry about it. It's, uh, you got... You got uh, you got Miguel's the absence of Miguel taken care of. Uh, I uh, I couldn't disagree more, but with my dear colleague Lavelle. But you know he got down there, he got around the optimism. He went to the cigar bar a few days, and he got he got fired up. He got all excited. And uh, the, the, be- the beached whale, you know, had some calamari and uh, ninety wins, ninety wins. I was Judd and I were talking yesterday that you know what you got to say the lineup should be leading off and batting first, the new scoreboard, uh, batting uh, leading, uh, batting second, uh, cheaper prices on beer at some places. Batting, batting third, third, the first new uniform color. Yeah, they have <laughs> the new logo is batting third. Uh, batting fourth, we're going to play faster. Batting fifth, uh, <laughs> hey. you know, you, you got the, you got all these things that have uh, occurred, none of which are on the field, but that's okay. Their lineup was going to be if 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 it was November first, you got Louis Arise leading off, you got Carlos Correa hitting second, you have Buxton hitting third, you have uh, hitting fourth. Uh, who, who we got hitting fourth? We got uh, well, who's Kirloff. healthy? Kirilov, Kirilov, no. uh, Kirilov hitting fourth. Plot, no, we got Polanco hitting third, Buxton hitting fourth, uh, Kirilov hitting fifth. Uh, instead, you're gonna have uh, Buxton probably hitting third, but not playing center field. You're not gonna have any of those other guys. So, uh, I, I, I think. The lineup they are putting out on opening day is a really decline, a really a much less of a lineup than they put out last season. I mean, Jose Miranda now has to be a stud, right? He can't, he can't be an add-on. He's got to be like he's going to be like your four hitter, isn't he? Yeah. The other so, thing you have to consider too is if Buck, if if Buxton isn't going to play center field. That means Michael A. Taylor, who is not a good hitter. He's a great no, defensive he, outfielder, but he's not yes. a good. He's a guy that you just tuck at the bottom of the order, right? 
that he'll yes. be out there for for probably four hundred plate appearances this year. Yeah, and uh, I, I think uh, did they know that this was going to be the case with Polanco? Did they know that? Is that? Uh, I, I mean, what have they tra- traded arise knowing they weren't going to have Polanco? I, I. Uh, are you saying that? Are you accusing that. the Twins of being a little disorganized on the injury front behind the scenes, potentially? Yes, I, I, uh, I, I think we we should have probably paid. Okay, why did they sign Joey Gallo? Okay, because they don't think Kirilov's going to be able to play, even though they're telling us they think he's going to be able to play. Right? That's got to be the only reason, isn't it? What? Well, it's yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. It's a huge reason. Yeah. And obviously, they signed Michael A. Taylor. Hey, why do I keep saying A? You don't need an A. But uh, uh, why do why do they sign him? Because they don't think Buxton's going to play center field. So I, I, think, I think the Gold Glove gives him leeway to use his middle initial. Right? You you rise yes, to prominence. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. You get a Gold Glove and you get to use your middle initial. The guy yeah. we were confusing him with though last played in the big leagues in 2017. I pointed that out. So we we don't we're not confusing. <laughs> but uh, yeah. He's really declined as a hitter, though. I, I just don't. I, I mean, their pitching will be better. The bullpen will be pretty good, I think, compared to what it was. You still got Emilio out there. You still got Cole Sands, but Emilio is not going to be trying to finish games anyway. Uh, and that is, the rotation, okay, it's better. But Maeda looked terrible in spring training. Uh I know we don't base much of that on, but you got five right-handed starters that are good. But, uh, you know, Sonny Gray's the best, and he's the third, or Joe Ryan's the best, and he's a number three. So I, I don't I don't see any uh, reason for great optimism here. Okay. So, not 90 for sure, but Lavelle guaranteed us they'd win 90 today. So that either makes me uh, think that uh, – that he really saw something down there, or they were putting something else in those cigars. It might have been a little wacky tobacco <laughs> in those cigars. A couple good drinks, and he's, he's like, 90, <laughs> 90 wins, no question about it. The bourbon-soaked cigars, yeah, it's a new thing down there. You know, the one thing about spring training, though, is we now, it tells us nothing now. Remember, I mean, it used to be who's going to make the club and blah, blah, blah. It, it no longer tells us anything. We don't, they know who their team's going to be when they get there in February, unless people get hurt, they know, who, they know who they want and they don't care really what happens in spring training anymore. Yeah. The Polanco thing is weird though, Pat, you're right about that because it's not like he got, it's not like he recently got hurt. I, I mean, he, he was plagued by this problem uh, for a huge portion yeah, he play, of he last played year. All, no, he played all year though until September, right? He, he kind of shut her down. He spent a couple stints on the IL. No, he spent a couple. Yeah, he, he. I mean, he was he was the, you know, the, he was the warrior though. He was the guy who played all the time, and now they're not letting him play. So. Well, he won't now. Rocker's yeah. not going to let him now. No, no. So, anyway, it 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 really has sneaked up on us. though, I think the start of the baseball season hasn't it with that World Baseball Classic and all that other nonsense. And it just, you know, everything else that's going on, it's kind of, wow, they're going to start tomorrow in Kansas City or two days from now in Kansas City. What, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. What this needs, Patrick, is is this segment right now needs to be Bally's-fied. We need some positivity. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about how hope springs eternal every time when the birds start to chirp. That means Twins baseball is on the air. Yes, uh, yes, it does. 
unless they don't make their payment, which is a, a very good, very good possibility. As this point, they're uh, they're not paying anybody to do the games, but they they're still out there acting like they're partners, even though they're not paying anybody. How can baseball teams' values keep going up when nobody knows what's going to happen with the regional sports networks? What if they yeah, stop? I, I think I think I think there's an assumption that. Like the Yankees, for instance, that their brand is strong enough. Well, they yes. and they're not part of the Bally's fiasco. They own their own network. No. But so. the rest, the rest of the regionals are all in trouble too. Apparently, you know, I mean, yeah. they're all tied to cable, which is dead. So it's uh, it's uh, it is interesting to me that uh, I I mean, when Bally's not making their payment, the Twins are worth less worth less than they were, right? I mean, isn't it? I don't. I don't well, know. yeah. I mean, a huge chunk of you know, the, I don't know what the latest financials were on their deal. And the Twins always had kind of a bottom-feeding deal with Fox Sports yeah, North yeah, back right. in the day. But, yeah. but well, uh, not- yeah, I mean, local TV revenue is a huge chunk of their of their annual, right? Yeah. You know what else they got going against them? This hockey team is going to be around for about two months when the season ends. Oh, I mean, I, oh, wow. I think it's I think it's real. Here it comes. I think it's real. When you look at the West, the when you look at the Western Conference compared to what it's generally been, yes. if they were in the East, you'd say, well, they no might shot. get the second round. But in the West, they get to hang around. They're beating everybody bloody. It's unbelievable. No one can compete anymore. Huh? Teams are going to start. Teams are going to start <laughs> passing on games. Yeah, the Kraken was supposed to be here, but they said no thanks. They're going to stop putting. Uh, you know, they're going to they're going to have uh, load management when they come in here because they know they're not going to win anyway. Why bother to play a guy? You know, they don't do that in hockey. Do they? Yeah, they're they're aren't they averaging like four goals a game since Kaprizov <laughs> went? Well, Boldy's unbelievable. Did three more last night. Yeah, yeah, Boldy's unbelievable. He's this- got twelve goals in March. Pick it up, Johansson has got to be the greatest move in history. Who's calling? It's Bill, it's Bill Guerin. <laughs> or Lapanta. Uh, or Lapanta. It's like, you want to come over and eat some steaks I, at my place? We've heard enough that. positivity. You're that could back be in the, the That could be the wife's phone, too. It's somebody, uh, I'm sure it's somebody promising me that uh, that I could get a better deal on Medica if I uh, right. did or something. Yeah. Stop! Yeah. Stop! <laughs> I don't think it's an Alexa. What the hell is going on? Okay, I thought I had that turned off. I'm you know, sorry. I get the, the latest thing. I get all these probably three times a week. I get a text message that says your Amazon account has been suspended. Click oh, yeah. here to yeah. you know to I deal with it. One. Yeah, no, I'm not going to fall for that. No, I just bought 14 no. things on Amazon hey. yesterday. They all showed up. So I think hey, wait till you get to be 100 like I am, and they start telling you that if you don't send them two thousand dollars, they're cutting off your social security benefits. <laughs> Why? I I paid all my life. I, I I don't think you should do that. You really want me to be that new? You are you really so hopeful that my mind is completely gone that I'd suck in get sucked in on something like this? You morons! Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, all they have yes, to do is find are. one, just find one or two exactly. gullible people a day, and they got a business. Yeah, that's a good business model. Do. That's all I got to do. How? Uh, say uh, anyway. Um, as good as the uh, wild, the wild made it uninteresting immediately. But how about those uh, wolfies? What back to back? Cat doesn't play, and they just they decide to play defense and hold the Kings to a very low point total by the King standards, right? Yeah, the Kings are averaging, I think, 122 points a game. They held them uh, to 115. 
Yeah, and then they were the first. They were the first team two nights ago to hold the Warriors at home under a hundred points. Yeah, what's going on? It's uh, we were talking before we went on. Kyle Anderson is the man. It's unbelievable it, what he means to that team. He was he had the back trouble there and missed what maybe ten games here in the two to two three different times. But when he plays, they just. Between him and Connolly, they got this glue now that's uh, unprecedented in the last ten years, right? It's, yes, uh, it's it's incredible, uh, and uh, they and they all they and it also helps to have your best player uh, be one of the fellas. You know, I, Anthony Edwards has does not have this need to, you know, seal deal. Once in a while, he gets that look in his eye, and you know he's going to throw up a three that he doesn't really have to. But uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is amazing how well he fits in. And it doesn't make any difference if Cat plays or not. He's, he's, we, it's nice to have him as an addition. But he's an addition now. He's not the star. He's not close to the star. Nas, you're just as good when Nas Reed is on the court as when Cat's on the court. He, but, but, I mean, like the, the wins against the Hawks and the Warriors – if Cat isn't, if you know, Cat Nas Reed's not pulling up for three in transition, you know, after Kyle no. Anderson gets a steal. No, but the rest of the game, he's twelve for, he's two for thirteen. Yeah. Well. So maybe you wouldn't have been in that situation if Nas Reed had been playing yeah. more of those minutes that Cat you were wasting on Cat. I think you've so. nailed it though, and and we'll see how it plays out here. But if Cat comes back and he has to this point in the two games he's played as a complimentary piece to yes. everything that's like the foundation that's being built here. Mm-hmm. And then you're adding your, then the complimentary piece that you're adding is also a 40% three point shooter that can drive the lane and hit free throws. And, you mm-hmm. know, you know, he, he just seems, I was telling these guys this, you know, the other day in the two games since he's been back, the complaining has gone away. They, he seems like a more joyful, less, <laughs> less bogged and weighted down version of himself to me. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. I, I that first of all, you're not counting on him to fit with Gobert like you were. How are these two guys going to play together? Well, you don't have to have them out there together more than 15 minutes, right? And Cat and and has then, the, then, the game at the end of the last two games. Yeah, and yeah. then Gobert's doing what he does, and Cat's yeah. out here on the wing and, uh, you know, can go in and play a little bit inside defensively, but, uh, they got out, you know, we talked about it yeah, Monday, uh, uh, the other day. They they got a lot of deep depth. <laughs> they got a lot of players. And uh, they, they're, they're, not, they're not strong at point guard defensively, but they let Anderson and Edwards handle the ball so much now that that isn't really that important any, yeah. anymore. And on yeah. defense, they, they just put Jaden McDaniels on Trey Young and Steph Curry at the end of games. Yes. So. Yeah, I'd like to see him uh, clinch games with free throws more often and instead of go one for two. But outside yeah. of that, McDaniels is – you can see why they had to keep him, man. He's he is a big kid. He's about six foot nine when he's guarding these guys. It's uh, it, it's uh, you, you don't appreciate that until you see somebody like Steph, a guy who's as quick as Steph, and he and he's five inches taller is a is a pretty good weapon. I don't think he's changed his facial expression since they drafted him. Oh, no, it is amazing. I wonder if he's that boring. 
You think he is? I, I mean, I've seen him interviewed. I've stood there in the group around him a couple of times. He never says anything. You know, who he, he's got he's got some Kawhi Leonard DNA in him. Just a yeah. just a quiet, you know, very similar kind of mid range game at the beginning of your career. Lockdown defender, just very similar. Say, uh, I uh, last night I uh, talked to Jim Dutcher at length that I did. I just did a piece for him on on Brian, right? Yeah, and Jim is. Uh, Jim is a, you know, very successful in the investment business after he was done coaching the Gophers. Went to an outfit named Miller, one of his buddies, and he's got he's got dough. But he's he's that old conservative guy that you looked at that, you know, I think he'd rather keep it than spend it, right? So one of one of those old guys. So Brian, uh I I talked to him and he's taken the whole family to Houston. Jim has taken the family to Houston. He made him that promise before the before the regional, thinking they'd lose to Alabama, I suppose, so he wouldn't have to do it. So, yeah. so I uh I texted Brian and said, uh uh I could I talked to your dad, he's taking the whole crew. I, I said I could Feel the happy pain in his voice with, the, you know, happy they're going, the pain of having to pick up the tab. Yep. I, got a, I got a smiling, crying, happy face out of Brian. That was his only response was, uh, was he, uh, but the, hat, the, the laughter with the tears coming. So, Hilarious. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, Jim's going to be 90 April 17th. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Should we sit here and, and lament the one that got away with Brian Dutcher at all at any point in the last 10 years? Uh, he would have taken the job in 2011 if they would have waited and, uh, you know, waited for him and they made him a good offer. But, I mean, the guy's been in San Diego for 25 years. He's won a yeah. lot of games. games. They loved family raised out there. They loved it out there. Uh, he, uh, you know. He did have a, and I, I wrote this, he had a, in his contract there, he had a, a $5 million buyout, but it was only a million for the Gophers. So that was, you know, the Lou Holtz type of, we always said, Lou would only go to Notre Dame. Well, in this case, uh, Jim at least said that the, the buyout was only a million for the Gophers. It's they funny. After him, they could have hired him two years ago. But, you know, he's winning with a team. Might You don't have an NBA player on that team. You might not even have a pro, you know, it's, it's kind of a hardcore old school play defense. One stat Jim gave me that I had a, a thought about was ever, the four teams they played in the playoffs in the, in so far in the tournament all scored their fewest points of the year Yeah, uh, when they played San Diego. So I don't know. It's better. It's a better situation for him to have stayed in San Diego than to be here. That's, that's for sure. You come in here and try to redo this thing. The idea that, the idea that the Gophers would be on a run like this, if if they'd hire Brian Dutcher, is not worth worth even talking about. So, that, fair enough. That's my theory, but the, doesn't prevent the public from lamenting it. You know, so yeah, and yeah, like Eric Musselman. Thank you. Well, 
if people, you know, he's the guy you'd really want. Well, they're paying him over four million at Arkansas. You know, you know, these guys are paying two. Well, let's know, let's let's keep let's keep paying Ben two and maybe get a million in NIL from someone. Well, let's let's start they were, there. They were paying. Uh, they were paying uh, Patino only two, you know, and he'd been here eight years or something like that, and he'd got new contracts and stuff. And I think it was one point nine or one point eight nine, one point nine, something like that. So these guys weren't paying four, but you're right; they got to get some NIL money. Yeah, I did have this in the column. They called up; they were calling for NIL money, and they got a hold of Jim, and Jim said, "If I'm going to give anybody NIL money, it's going to be San Diego State." <laughs> you know. So anyway. Wow. But I don't know. How does it work? I thought you had to have a – I thought it had to be an entity that could have some value in these guys. But, you know, but now apparently you can just call you and me up and ask us for NIL money. I, I think it's changed that. quickly, Pat. Yeah, yeah. Well, what are they doing? I mean, what? how did they then – how does that fit within the NCAA rules? I guess it doesn't. It doesn't. No one cares anymore. Circumvention, you know Pat. That's the key word. Circumvention. That's what Mark Quayle needs to learn. A guy named Mike who's in, connected closely to the Gophers. I won't uh, name him. I won't say who he is, but his, uh, he does. he's their play-by-play guy. Uh, I won't say that. Told me that the rumor was that the st- word on Dan- Dennis Evans is that once it got out that he was probably going to Louisville, the bidding got to eight hundred thousand. I don't believe that, but that's what. That's From the Gopher side, is that what? Is that what? No, you said? no, no. The bidding, the NI, other schools got oh, in, Okay, okay, in, okay. Other yeah. schools got involved yeah. that wanted him, yeah. and it got up to what? Are you, Million. What? What do you do then? How do How do you explain this? The Gopher? No, the Gophers got in the bidding too. They offered a few gift cards to uh, Stub and Herbs. Actually, is what. uh, How many of those one hundred ninety nine dollar interviews with the public would you have to do to get eight hundred thousand? That's a lot of. I mean, you you don't have time to practice, do you? You gotta you gotta be doing those not. Fifteen minute, one hundred ninety nine dollar interviews with the public, uh, you know, Zoom calls. Or this is where we miss Sid the most now. Sid okay. would have made. Sid would have cleared oh, this crap would, up quick. He'd be shaming us. He would be shaming us. Unbelievable for yes. not for getting out. Man, this is an, even a bigger advantage than the sports management class at Michigan was. Captain, <laughs> <laughs> we'll never win. The sports management class, Michigan. The only reason they beat us in yep. football thirty straight years was the sports management class. That was the greatest, <laughs> the greatest. sports management class. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's 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 amazing winter sports here, though. Holy cow! The two pro teams are just. Let's just say uh, the win- winter sports are about to turn into summer sports, boys. Let's yeah. get it going here. Let's get it going. It makes the twins. Uh, it makes the twins' job even harder, right? Yeah. Yeah. We just need, all we need is the, just get us to like uh, training camp or free agency for the winter sports teams. Twins, give us three solid months. Get mm-hmm. us to July fourth, and we can figure out the rest from from there. Like they did last year, you know. I think. 
I think this year they're going to time their collapse early rather than late, but that's okay, which yeah. is not good. I, I think they're in trouble, but okay. that's just me. As I always point out, in 2016, I wrote a very upbeat column at the end of spring training saying, uh, this looks like a pretty dang good club. What what don't you like about this team? And they won 59 games. So uh, it's not, you know, what you see, uh, what you think you see and what you really see are often two different things. Yep. Of course, yep. everybody got hurt that year, and their pitching was horrible. You know who's the opening day pitcher for the Baltimore Orioles? Yeah, Cole uh, Gibby. Gibby. Uh, Gibson. Gibson. Second consecutive year. He started for, what, Philadelphia last he year? Or something. Last got, year? Got the snot knocked out, out of him. I don't think he got an out. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then he pitched pretty good. Yeah, yeah. then he bounced back. Yeah. Classic. But he was uh, – Gibby still hanging around, man. Unbelievable. All right, Pat, we got to run – we will catch up with you, I guess. Uh, we'll catch up with you on opening day, right? Yeah. On Thursday, opening day. day. Holy cow, I should be in Kansas City eating barbecue, but right. I'm not going to be. You're a dick All grammar. Right. All right, Pat. We'll see you. There he is. Uh, Pat is the newest member of the Valley Sports North Optimism Team. Uh, Royce Young. Golden Valley for Patrick Royce. He's trying. <laughs> this team sucks. Okay, Pat. Thank you. Royce Unchained. Find uh, everything he does on the Royce Unchained podcast feed. See you guys.